Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Africa Tech Talks. It's a podcast hosted by I, Ivan Ozakol. I'm a technology, media, and telecom lawyer, a leading one in Uganda at that. Uh, this podcast, a special podcast, is trailblazing in very many aspects, primarily aimed at discussing the legal, social, and economic dynamics of the technology landscape in Africa and its, and its inter- intersection with the world at large. Uh, today, this topic is going to be about e-commerce in Uganda or how uh, a business can co- successfully conduct uh, an e-commerce business in Uganda. So uh, I will discuss, I'll be a solo discussion today and I'm going to discuss the topic. I hope I do a good job and uh, exhaust it thoroughly. So as to encourage whoever is out there that wants to uh, carry out a business uh, in the e-commerce space in Uganda to do it and how to, and, and know how to do it properly and, and, and legally in Uganda. Of course, there are also very many who are conducting such business. Literally, most businesses have gone online, especially in this COVID pandemic, and are conducting e-commerce business, but perhaps may not be doing it the right way or legally. So what this podcast that is hosted on seven platforms, including uh, Spotify, including uh, Overcast, including Breaker, <clears throat> of course, here on Anchor, uh, Pokercasts, Radio Public, among others. Is, basically what this podcast is here to do is to help you understand the legal dynamics and how to successfully circumvent and navigate them so that you can have a successful e-commerce business in the country. So let's take it away, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, in a nutshell, uh, e-commerce has been defined, if we take the definition of the World Trade Organization, as the production, distribution, marketing, sell, or delivery of goods and services by electronic means. Uh, there are different forms of e-commerce. E-commerce which has exponentially risen in the last one and a half years since the COVID pandemic uh, hit, <coughs> uh, with many businesses going online, with many businesses going contactless, with many businesses closing their physical addresses and gradually going online. The different forms of e-commerce are B2B, which is business to business, B2C, business to consumer, C2C, consumer to consumer, and the more recent and fast rising, social commerce or S-commerce, where buyers and sellers conduct e-commerce transactions on social media platforms, sometimes using a payment channel. According to a 2020 report by the ITC, ITC is the International Trade Center, <coughs> it stated that, the three, that there are 630 B2C businesses or marketplaces. That's business to business to consumer marketplaces in Africa. E-commerce however spawned the phenomenon of e-commerce marketplaces, otherwise known as virtual marketplaces or VMPs. In the mold of the Jumias, the Glovos, Amazons, and so on. <coughs> a VMP or virtual marketplace is as good as its reputation. Its reputation is what attracts or disinterests users on the platform. One bad experience of a customer can go viral and create reputational damage. 
So what this means is that VMPs must ensure that they control the quality and behavior of their users, but at the same time must remain vigilant in tracking merchants who may be engaging in unsavory behavior. <coughs> VMPs onboard customers through rigorous registration processes and some of the best in the industry combine monitoring and evaluation systems that track key performance indicators. They collect massive amounts of algorithmic data on customers based on this. Therefore, the same old, same age old principles of, of business and virtues that have held true over the years for many enterprises apply in e commerce also. Are you trustworthy? <clears throat> Can you make good on your promises? Are your products delivered on time? Are you tax compliant? How effective and efficient are your administrative and internal systems? Proper business practices that apply to managing business efficiently are required for e-commerce. Specifically, one must be up to task when it comes to order fulfillment, packaging, shipment, communication with clients, parcel tracking, returns, complaints, uh, proper complaints management system, among others. As one engages in this virtual business model, you must keep in mind that the internal that the internet never forgets. One has to, pro- has to provide the best service as is reasonably possible from the outset and give your customers a wonderful experience. The internet never forgets. Of course, first impressions matter, and it goes without saying that, the, that consistency is key and is of the essence. A good reputation is such a big one in the online world because online information tends to travel much more quickly and widely. A good customer support system is important and comes in handy in preventing some of the issues concerning e-commerce. This good support system helps in nipping the bad customer cancellations of orders because of various reasons like bad reviews. Another important factor regarding customer management is feedback time to customers. It is highly recommended <clears throat> that your customers' queries do not go unanswered for more than 24 hours. Also, one needs to regularly update and maintain the content of their online shop. Constant reinvention of content is required, especially taking into consideration customer feedback, like any other business. According to a 2017-2018 National Information Technology Survey report by the National Information Technology Authority of Uganda, 68.6% of consumers that had bought goods online reported several challenges like delayed delivery beyond promised time, goods looking different on arrival, goods not arriving at all, overcharging, or incurring unexpected fee. And this is very common when it comes to business. Visibility and branding become a very important aspect of the online business as it expands. Therefore, online digital marketing is a worthwhile investment for any business. Tools like search engine optimization must be deployed. 
policies must be well spelled out on the VMP. If you went, for example, the Jumia platform, you'll see the, the certain policies that will be there. There'll be a data retention policy, there'll be a data protection policy, there'll be a shipping policy, among others. A good shipping policy provides for instances of delayed delivery of goods due, for example, to the inefficiencies of third-party logistic providers or bad weather, among others. And therefore, that makes it very, very vital. It is important for e-commerce players not to give unrealistic expectations of delivery times. Clients have to be updated along each stage of the order. It is critical to have terms of use which stipulate, among others, the liability of the virtual marketplace. Intellectual property rights, methods of payment, EDC, a privacy policy, a return policy must be on that VMP. Payments is a crucial component in e-commerce. What payment gateway or method is used on the VMP? Is it from a third-party provider or is the VMP self-contained with its own payment system in the mold of Amazon Pay, for example? How efficient is it? When it comes to payments, e-commerce is highly susceptible to money laundering and other, ex- and other examples of cybercrime. Uganda has a law regulating payments called the National Payment Systems Act of 2010 and regulations there are two, National Payment Regulations of 2021 and a couple of other regulations that follow there and concerning agents and, 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 and another one. And this is a major step in the right direction with digital payments on the rise. <clears throat> Uganda has a bunch of cyber laws that an e-commerce player should be abreast with. The Electronic Transactions Act, for example, 2011. The Electronic Signatures Act, 2011. The Computer Misuse Act, 2011. The National Information Technology Authority Act, 2009. The Uganda Communications Act, 2013. The Data Protection Act of 2019, the National Payment Systems Act of 2020, the Sale of Goods and Supply of Services Act of 2017, and a bunch of operationalizing regulations thereon. Particular attention should be paid to the Electronic Transactions Act as far as consumer protection is concerned. It has a whole chapter of consumer protection. An e-commerce business is required to provide its profile online, the name of a business, the nature of a business, contact information and location, allow consumers an opportunity to review transactions before placing their orders, allow a consumer to opt out of unsolicited communication, to mention Marathi. E-commerce platforms collect and manipulate a lot of our data through their algorithmic analysis. Since February 2019, Uganda has had a Data Protection Act and now has regulations that came out in 2021, which provide certain obligations on data processors and controllers as far as data protection and privacy is concerned. Most importantly, the collection of personal data requires the consent of data subjects. Lack of or inadequate data protection policies can lead to potential exposure to industrial players. The National Information Technology Authority, that's DITA, is mandated with certifying 
information communications technology providers under the NITA Act 2009 and the NITA certification of ICT providers and services regulations to certify that that, that, that uh, are there to help certify e-commerce companies that carry out business in the market space. So kindly, as an e-commerce player, you must, you must, and now increasingly, in all the recent leg- legislations becoming a requirement for you to get NITA certification before, or that you get a license. For example, under the National Payment Systems Act, you're required first to get NITA certification before you apply for that license. Some of the common infringement scenarios in e-commerce revolve around intellectual property, where a vendor will sell through the site items, will sell through site items that are perhaps owned by another, whose consent they have not obtained. The Electronic Transactions Act protects the service provider from liability in respect of a third-party of a third-party, in respect of third-party material, which is in the form of electronic records which he or she merely provides access if the infringement is founded on any rights subsisting or in or in relation to the material condition that during their course the service provider was not aware or is not aware of the facts that gave rise to the infringing activity. This is a very quotation article and is the subject of quotation also in the USA and what I do. And there's a digital uh, a DSA, Digital Services Act, that has been mooted in Europe. A Digital Market Act has also been mooted that attempts to uh, create liability in this regard as far as the big tech companies are concerned and the e-commerce players. Uh, many cases have been handed down by the European Court of Justice and elsewhere that have fortified this position that an e-commerce player is not liable for third-party material as long as they don't know about it. They're not, well, they're not aware of the facts that gave rise to the rise of the infringing material and were only and only a platform that hosted that material from that infringing party. So this COVID-19 seems to have given e-commerce in this part of the world a massive boost the number of e-commerce solutions on the rise everywhere. Some partnerships took place in Uganda, for example, during the COVID-19 period, and are still taking place during this period because they're still in, the, in COVID-19 and haven't uh, managed to uh, triumph over the pandemic yet, but hopefully we shall. You had the likes of Jumia partner with the UNDP, that's the United Nations Development Program, that saw several market vendors now connected and selling their products on the, pla- on the platform. Board also had a number of uh, such partnerships in Uganda. So increasing the, 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 the e-commerce platforms are now reaching out to the smallest common man, which is a, a plus, I must say. must give them credit for that. Of course, there's still a lot more work to be done. Giants like Amazon have attempted to rein in the intellectual property issues by coming up with something called Project Zero, which all the current players here to imitate it, or to borrow relief from where machine learning is deployed to proactively remove counterfeit products from Amazon stores. The AFCFTA, that's the African Continental Free Trade Area, is in its second phase of negotiations and thereunder, protocol e-commerce is being negotiated. And these are some of the issues we, we hope will be covered thereunder. 
when it comes to e-commerce and making e-commerce work for this part of the world as uh, we have seen it work elsewhere. Uganda, because thankfully we have a slew of legislation that regulates the e-commerce space. We have legislation already in place and we must give credit to the, to the parliament and, and whoever has been behind the legislation in comparison to other countries, for example. So maybe we have a head start as far as that is concerned and we should actively participate and I would encourage the drafters and negotiators of the e-commerce protocol to perhaps consult some of our authorities, citizens, and, and big players, safe borders of this world, the GBS of this world, our national intelligence, our national information technology authority, among others, on how we have handled e-commerce thus far, the successes and failures thus far, and those I hope will be incorporated into the AFCFT, especially the e-commerce protocol. We hope with that our MSMEs and SMEs will be able to tap into the digital economy proper as far as Africa is concerned, this AFCFTA. Because we seem to have a head start, we seem to have an advantage as far as legislation is concerned, as far as the environment is concerned, among others. So ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. We'll catch up next time. I hope it has been as insightful. I hope it has been helpful. I hope it has been uh, a good one. And I hope you've learned something, especially if you're an e-commerce player. I hope to add more and more content, of, content like this, or even better. So thank you very much for joining me today. Have a good time. God bless. Bye.